You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Hey everybody, it is Wednesday in Los Angeles, California. Fresh off the Sunset Strip, I am your 2019 Laugh Factory Madden champion and comedian extraordinaire, Sean Joshi. We are here with everyone's favorite shithead producer. It's Tommy Wakefield, ladies and gentlemen. Good to be here. All the equipment is working. The Robin to my Batman. How are you doing, Tommy? Do you anticipate a smooth day as far as the equipment is working? Uh, as always, no, I do not. Okay, great. Either do I. And Tommy, <laughs> do you know why I chose this music as today's particular I intro can only music? Imagine and it's why the Disney is Sony that controversy? Shithead, Tommy. Why is it? Tell everybody. Key them in on what is happening right now, and why I would be particularly bummed about it. From my understanding, because Disney controls all of media, they are trying to get well, more money out enough. of Sony. Yeah. yeah. So Spider-Man is out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they couldn't come to an agreement. Which makes me unendingly sad. Like, I know I should care about more important things in the world, <laughs> but this has seriously been bumming me out for like a couple of days. And it has like a lot of implications and and just let me say first and foremost that i don't think that 22 movie or 23 movie run that we saw with such comprehensive story i just don't think it's gonna ever be duplicated Hmm. at that level across that many films and i don't think it'll be duplicated by marvel itself you know and this was my concern when this whole sony deal started because sony has been fucking this character up since pretty much spider-man 3 since the emo dance scene you know so I looked at the slate of movies that Sony has coming out. Let me know if any of these are interesting to you. These are all um, Spider-Man related movies. So they were going to make their own franchise with the Sinister Six, right? Mm -hmm. And they decided to shelve that after the second Garfield movie went tank. (laughs) All right. Was he going to be one of the six? Well, the Sinister Six is a coterie of... Um, a coterie of Spider-Man villains. No, but I think Amy Pascal, Sony CEO and yeah. president, should be one of them. Uh, Craven <laughs> the Hunter. Nobody's going to watch Craven the Hunter. Morbius, who's going to be played, I think it's like a vampire, is going to be played by Jared Leto. No, thank you. Venom 2, the only thing on here people will want to watch. They should get Lawrence Fishburne. He was great as Morbius. Silk. Which I don't even know. Oh, it's a female Spider-Man. And Silver and Black which is like the black cat and another character. Literally none of that is going to make money. Sony just had its first billion dollar movie or bigger second billion dollar movie ever and their biggest hit ever with, you know, Far From Home. So it just seems to me to be kind of like a weird time to fucking ruin a good thing. You know? Yeah. So we'll see the implications and what happens in the MCU, but it's kind of weird cuz you had them setting up you know, Peter Parker to be the next Tony Stark, the next guy who's kind of like running 
you know, the show is the lead Avenger, but that's not I hope it doesn't now. lead to some weird forced rewrites that are, like, super transparent. Oh, it's going to be know? such weird forced rewrites, and it's not going to fit yeah. at all in any Where's way. Where's Peter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they address it. Well, they'll do some, like, dimensional shit. They'll be like, oh, my God, the dimensions have shifted, and, yeah. oh, we lost yeah. Peter Whoops. again. We lost Peter. Yeah. Which means, like, Tony's whole sacrifice. I lost the kid. Tony's whole sacrifice oh, is no. just, like, just so undercut. <laughs> but we'll see. The other news was... Uh, the other content news, for lack of a word, that's the buzzword, is content, uh, is Matrix 4. That oh, was the I'm other. so interested by that. Yeah. Well, I already know how Matrix 4 should be made. So, Lana Wanachowski, just reach out to me. I already got the story. <laughs> you know how Matrix 4 starts? How? How John Wick 4 ends, my man. Go on. Okay. So, do we remember the end of Matrix 3? Yeah. Where both Leo, Neo and Neo, I almost called I almost called him Leo. Neo <laughs> sacrifices himself Neo to the computer AI yes. overlord Borg, and he therefore buys humanity. You know, he restores balance to the force. He, he restores balance <laughs> to the force, and he allows humanity to exist. They make yes. a trade because mm-hmm. yeah. apparently, you know, computers make trades with humanity, like the Jets and the Dolphins. You know what I mean? They traded a third rounder for humanity to have another seven years. And computers keep their promises too. And computers keep their yep. promises mm-hmm. too. Exactly. And why Like, why would the computer just be like, okay, and then just destroy all humans because it knows where they are? You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. But let's forget, you know, the logical fallacies. Trust is such an emotional human thing. It is. A computer, a fuck it. Yeah. Let's just enjoy things. I, I love it. Oh, I love the Matrix. Let's just enjoy. Yeah, I actually think like, there was such hyped up expectations on Matrix Two and Matrix Three. People overshit that it on got, them. It got they overshit, and if mm-hmm. you go back and watch them, I think they hold up. They definitely have their uh, what I would call Jupiter ascending moments. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am a little bit worried. That's a good way of putting it. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about the <laughs> Wanachowskis because they haven't done anything like killer. So. Really, since the Matrix series, even if you want to give them two and three. Uh, Speed Racer? (laughs) Speed Racer, which single-handedly ruined Emile Hirsch's career, (laughs) which I like the kid. I saw him at Starbucks the other day. He looks real dirty, but I think it's like, like, you know, like a choice. Like, I don't think (laughs) he's like his Into the Wild character and he's actually homeless. I think he's like one of those rewilding people, like those people who only pick like fallen fruits. You know what I mean? (laughs) And also go to Starbucks for their coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that and the ridiculous Jupiter Ascending, which is so ridiculous, you should actually watch it. It's got like... A, Didn't they get Channing Tatum for that? Channing Tatum is in it, um, which, by the way, I think Liam Hemsworth, to- or whichever one of those Hemsworth, the Thor one, totally took a, took a, some of Tatum's shine. You know what I mean? I think mm. he occupied some of his space. But that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, what was I talking about, Tommy? Remind me. So you're, you're not a Jupiter shit. ascending. Moments? Oh, Jupiter said. So this is uh, <laughs> this is uh, the girl from that seventy. So Jackie is secretly uh, the princess of Jupiter or the universe, and she's a maid. But a uh, dog boy named Channing Tatum, who has magic roller skates, um, <laughs> comes to save her. If you either think this is made up or a tenant of Scientology, I assure you, it is the former and not the latter. Although the latter would be just as ridiculous and probably true. But there's seriously a scene in which Channing Tatum explains that he is a dog human in that movie. (laughs) And we got to be grateful for them 
just for that. Yeah, and Eddie Redmayne, who won uh, the Oscar that year <laughs> for the Theory of Everything or Girl Interrupted, I can't remember one of those two, um, actually got the Razzie that year for his uh, role in Jupiter Sending, which he calls his worst ever. You should just watch it just for his accent and the dog boyness, you know. <laughs> so hopefully, Matrix Four has no dog boys, but if they wanted to be badass here's what i would do okay Okay. we got to go back to matrix three like we were setting up tommy as tommy leaves do you have batteries in the camera or is this going to be a zane lamprey interview again tommy has literally left see this is why we have the worst production in the game people you know what i mean no i'm just making sure that everything see i just i just spent that whole time building up to a dramatic moment so i could unleash the brilliance (laughs) of my matrix plan and you take all the drama and pageantry out of it by fucking getting up and doing whatever you did over there i was just double checking so that it would be you know perfect can you double check later Okay. Or before. How about you do this, Tom? You double check before I we did. start the show. I'm just extra. Because if you double check before we start the show, you don't have to check when we're doing the show. I love the show. And I'm, so I have to check, you know, because we're yeah. doing two jobs here. Right. Because I'm a professional. Okay. All right. Let me just like zen. Okay. Matrix 4. Matrix we're 4. We're into it. Yeah, you have a very Spider-Man, Sony energy. Let me get back to Matrix 4. Sorry. Okay. So <laughs> Matrix 4 or Matrix 3 ended with um, who's the chick with the the ones that make the uh, the kids bend the spoons? The Oracle. The Oracle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ends with the Oracle and the little Indian kid, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out little Indian kid. Okay? Yeah. And she's like, are we ever going to see Neo again? And Oracle's like, yo, you know, he's not here right now, but I'm sure we'll see him again. You know what I mean? Right. So they're laying the groundwork for reincarnation and that whole fucking concept. Are you done fucking with the wire now, Tommy? Yeah. Okay. Keep, the, keep the Jesus metaphor going. All right. So here's what I, uh, here's what I <laughs> propose. You've seen John Wick, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so John Wick, at the end of, I don't know if it's the second or third one, I kind of forget, I may be getting in my word, but it's ridiculous. Every fucking assassin and person sitting in like that town in Central Park starts chasing him. You yeah. have to get John Wick, and I think that's three starts. Like that whole thing is so kind of ridiculous, and in John Wick 3, you have Lawrence Fishburne. Like that would make more sense to me as almost like a retraining program. Because like he is, John Wick is very Neo-like. Yes. You know what I mean? And the, his ability to just cut through motherfuckers. You have an entire city chasing him, much like uh, the Smiths in Matrix 3. So to me, this is Mino, like Neo stuck in a loop program, a loop retraining program. You're saying they really connect the series. I say they connect the fucking series, the and worlds. John Wick realizes he's fucking Neo. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Matrix 4. <laughs> no dog boys. Tell me you're not into it. I like it. That's hot. Tommy's lying, but that's hot shit. <laughs> like, if you do that in the right way, and you and you did it so people didn't see it at the end of John Wick coming, that it was the Matrix, and then boom, Matrix is next year. Oh, my God. We got to franchise people. Just don't let Sony handle it. Mm. Are, who has the Tommy, rights to Matrix? Tommy, you're the worst ever. No. Who, why? <laughs> who uh, I don't know. Fight? It doesn't matter, though. 
It doesn't matter who has the rights to the Matrix because the Wachowskis are going to make it. Oh, so that's you're saying I'm if, saying like if, if it's John the wrong Wick studio. is in the same studio, yeah, I don't know. No, let's let's add, that's actually a good exercise. Let's see, John Wick, which studio? It is Thunder Road Pictures, uh, eighty-seven eleven Productions, some other ones distributed by Summit Entertainment, Matrix Four. Hmm. Matrix Studios. The little indie boys. Matrix Studios. Indie folks. Is by Warner Brothers. And who Which owns who, Warner Brothers? Yeah, well, what does Warner Brothers own, too? Probably Disney. Warner Brothers, Roadshow Entertainment. So who knows? But I would totally fucking be down for that. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that would be so cool. And I think that would be way better than fucking Morbius starring Jared fucking Five Seconds to Mars or whatever summer. Leto. <laughs> like, this is so shit. <laughs> Craven the Hunter Morbius and I can tell you why this is because Amy Pascal CEO of Sony <laughs> she was like oh we have a hit in Venom so we can just do our own universe now you know what I mean which yeah. is so dumb but I also get they had a 5% deal on gross Disney did with Warner Brothers and then they went back and they said we want 50% which is kind of a dickhead move you know Yeah. so maybe you know Sony's getting more blame for this than, than Disney than, Dis, uh, than Disney really should but at the same time, uh, Marvel has an awesome history. Disney has an awesome history of movies. And Sony just doesn't with this character. And you add into the fact that Sony literally has to make a Spider-Man movie every two years or something like that or lose the license. Right. You know what I mean? Which How is, did they – is that with Marvel or like – That's with Marvel. They made that deal in the 90s. Hmm. So Marvel was going through a real tough time in the 90s as far as uh, – comic books weren't selling. So they started to sell off rights for their popular uh, characters, and Spider-Man was the most popular. You know, Thor, Captain America are all considered B, Iron Man B-level uh, superheroes. So they sold off all the rights, which is why X-Men ended up at Fox and Spider-Man ended up at Sony. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but Marvel kept all the rights to the merchandising. You know what I mean? So that was their kind of thinking. We'll keep the rights to the merchandising. These guys will make the movies. We'll make all the money off the toys and everything. I saw something online about uh, if copyright law had stayed as it was in 1978 because they got updated. Right. Then all of the rights to all of these he- heroes would be free use yeah it's 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 free use it's 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 interesting because it's what's happened with sherlock holmes sherlock holmes is no longer a protected entity or franchise it Mm. doesn't belong to the descendants of sir arthur conan doyle (laughs) or the publishing houses yeah uh within the last years it's become free use which is why you've seen kind of an explosion of sherlock properties both on television and on the big screen um, that would be very interesting if that happened with superheroes. I'm kind of glad it hasn't. But, you know, if you're Disney or whatever, just fucking buy Sony at this point. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a shit? No, no. Just buy them. They're you know? too big. And yeah. I would never talk bad on Disney because I want to work at some point. <laughs> just but. nobody wants to watch this shit. I would rather watch, like, a Jets and Dolphins preseason game. I'd rather watch <laughs> AHL hockey, backup hockey. I'd rather watch, like, <laughs> Italian Series B football. You know what yeah. I mean? Then fucking Morbius with Jared Leto or fucking, oh God, it just makes me so angry. I would rather watch the arbitration meetings over Antonio Brown's helmet than I would watch fucking Jared Leto's goddamn Morbius. You know what I'm saying? Watch Italian sports just for the coach reactions. <laughs> that might be more entertaining actually. Which, can I get an I was wrong music uh, intro here, Tommy? Could you have their I was wrong music? Oh, it's a, it's a, you're going to have to dust it off. Because yeah. it is the least used of our actual Muzaks. 
Yeah, I actually even forgot how it sounded. Yeah, we I'm surprised we don't use it more. Use it. It's uh, so little. I was wrong about Antonio Brown. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah. And this whole helmet situation. You know, because I was kind of ragging on him last week and, you know, on public and, and, and in my private life, in which I do actually have one, I assure you. Robust, and a robust, a private, robust life. private life. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I realized how bullshit it really was. And, you know, this whole thing with Antonio Brown, I think it comes from two places. One, there's nothing to cover right now. You know, we have these 24-hour news cycles and really smaller, and they need to fill it with something. And so you have these stories that get attached to these athletes, and they really get blown out of proportion. And then it comes across as, yo, look how crazy this guy is. Look how selfish this guy is. When really the crazy and the selfish people are like the owners of the teams and and these giant like conglomerates, For sure. yeah. you know what I mean? They're the ones like, making all the money. Like Antonio Brown doesn't want to wear a helmet he's not comfortable with. He's also running four three forties during real games and crossing the middle of the field where people are coming at him like at the train with the force of a fucking locomotive knocking his head off. If he feels comfortable in that helmet and he feels like he doesn't have peripheral vision in other helmets he has every right to be pissed about that Hmm. because this whole issue with the nfl it's like the biggest hypocrites ever they don't care about helmets if you if they cared about concussion proof helmets you could put enough money into research to have a concussion proof helmet in three or four years if the nfl really wanted to right you know indycar who who operates at a fraction of what uh what NASCAR operates, let alone the NFL, came up with revolutionary walls, um, what's called a safer barrier, that you crash into it. It's much safer now than it ever was. If Dale Earnhardt would have gone into that while he'd be alive today, NASCAR has since adopted it and acted like they did it. You know what I mean? But IndyCar, who is because it is the most dangerous racing, the fastest racing in the world, saw, hey, if we want our sport to continue, we're going to need safer barriers. And that's what they ended up doing. The NFL just doesn't care. It's like it's like tobacco companies uh, in the 60s when the studies were coming out or, you know, oil companies and old tech with, with global warming or whatever now. And so you have the NFL who's saying, hey, you can't wear this because of concussion protocol safety, at the same time trying to expand uh, the league and the season to 18 games, you know what I mean? And at the same time, won't let these guys smoke weed, which would be the best things in terms of pain management. You know what I mean? So they're just complete hypocrites of the issue, and you end up, you know— it's the power of media to be able to frame things. Like, this guy's weird. He's an outcast. Oh, my God. He won't report. But really, this guy is, in a way, putting his life and limb on the line. If he wants to wear his damn helmet, let him find a way to wear his damn helmet. Yeah. You know? So I was wrong about that. And it just even extends um, to, like, Ezekiel Elliott, too, right? So now Ezekiel Elliott, he's selfish because he want, doesn't want to re- re- report to Cowboys training camp, right? And Jerry Jones is like, oh, we don't need a running back to win 
He's like, Zeke who, Zeke that. And now, of course, Zeke's camp is pissed. They're holding out. They're not coming to uh, camp. They're threatening to hold out the season. And you're a Cowboys fan. You're like, oh, Zeke. Oh, fuck. Oh, selfish NFL players again. But also, what the fuck? You know, Jerry Jones said it right there. You know what I mean? We don't need Zeke to win a Super Bowl. That's because running backs are the least important I think they've ever been in NFL history. You know, like, I don't know if you remember, Tommy, but when I won my Madden 2019 mm-hmm. yeah. NFL championship with just using, like, oh, wait, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning play calls on the field, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking hot routes, fucking reading the defense, man zone. Oh, my God. I'm just seeing numbers like Russell Crowe in a beautiful <laughs> mind. I'm just doing all these equations. I didn't run the ball, but, like, once or twice when yeah. I was trying to – like you really don't you really don't need it anymore. But that's also why Ezekiel should get paid. Because a lot of these times these guys are coming off the rookie contracts. He's on that what for three or four years? Right? By the time a running back is off the rookie contract, they're pretty much used up in the league. Yeah. So you have to get paid when you actually have the production to get paid. Like three, four years, you're out. Like running backs have the same lifespan as porn stars. You know what I mean? Damn. You gotta get in. You got to get your money, and they're going to wear you out, and they're not going to give a fuck, but make sure you get paid for that increasingly freaky shit that you do. You know? Yeah. But uh, speaking of content, right? Hard Knocks is so good this year. It's so good. Have you been watching the Hard Knocks? No. It's so good, even though it's kind of Chinese propaganda. (laughs) Okay. And let me explain why. It's because the Raiders have complete and total control over what footage is shown like that's part of the bargain like they didn't have any say in being or not being um a part of hard knocks but they have a say in the footage that is shown right so you end up getting like this very manufactured doctored kind of feel around the controversies the raiders have had the first two episodes like the first episode they barely mentioned antonio brown's feet like the helmet was like barely mentioned week two. Like they're all cutting around it. And what they've done is they've also made John Gruden. This is a commercial like for Antonio Brown almost. Like right. look how much John Gruden actually is with you and likes you. So in that case, they've kind of been brilliant. But I mean, it's still propaganda. You know fucking Gruden is pissed about this. But they set up these little moments between Gruden and Antonio Brown. Like uh, here's Gruden claiming to know about the uh, the whole helmet issue and stuff. We've known the whole time. He had frostbite. He took four or five days to get it checked out. And we knew about the grievance since the first day of OTAs, which we did. You know, I don't know what the story is, you know, the fucking story is around here. Been trying to find the helmet in the last 10 years, the same model. Tried everything, really. I give the guy credit for standing up for what he believes in. Everybody else does it in this country. <laughs> this is like if your significant other is listening in the other room and you think she is, but she doesn't know that you are. And you're like, oh, my God, my wife is amazing. She is the greatest. Da, 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 da. He's just scoring brownie points, right? But at the same time, you can hear kind of the passive-aggressive shit come out. You know, like here's, here's uh, Gruden on the sidelines. Yeah! Good ass calls. When are you ready? I'm fucking ready I'm yesterday. Ready you, man. I'm ready for your ass too, coach. You know That's some good calls. You can use my helmet, man. <laughs> Let me use your helmet. I know you got an old one for me in there somewhere, man. Mike, great drive. Great shit. 
That's fun. He's giving him a little stick. He's giving him a little stick. You know? There's a lot of there's a lot of stick. There's a lot of stick. A lot of stick. But I will say this: Gruden is hilarious. Like coaches like to be in total control, so he's going to give that image. Like he knew what was oh, going yeah. on, yeah. right? But like, uh, like piggybacking on the Adam Gase thing last week. Like, I don't think coaches have normal social lives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Listen to John Gruden singing "Happy Birthday," and let me know if you think this is how "Happy Birthday" goes. I'd say happy birthday to Mike Mayock. You guys ready? Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday. Yo, that is the worst happy birthday ever. You know, like I know Mexicans have their own happy birthday. Uh, yeah, exactly. Black people have their own happy. Which black person happy birthday is great? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Tiffany does it. Uh, Tiffany Haddish does it uh, every time she's in the club and somebody's birthday, and she goes all out. I didn't know black people had their own happy birthday until that. But it's like so much fun. It's like happy birthday. Maybe this is just like um, over emasculated. Maybe that. Maybe that's show business. Happy, happy birthday. birthday too, because like. Happy birthday is like super... Football coach, happy birthday. Copyrighted. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's football coach. My son birthday. is gay and I can't accept it. Happy birthday, you know? Oh, yeah. I wonder what, what would that one sound like? <laughs> like that, exactly what it sounds like. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um. But, Tommy, where has Frank Caliendo been? I don't know where Frank Caliendo has been, but I tell you what, <laughs> his sports impressions are uncanny, gang. Yeah, they actually are really fucking good. Like, I've never been an impression guy. Can you do an impression, Tommy? What's your best impression? Uh, I don't really. Yeah, give it. Yeah. You're on the spot. What's your best impression? Uh, give us your OJ. <laughs> Have a nice day. That's kind of his him on Twitter. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, you know, I try. What to... else do you got? I don't. Give I... us your George Bush. <laughs> All right. So uh, we just going, you know. We're going to send the planes over and have them bomb. We'll terrible. what they got to do. That's fucking terrible. Give me your... <laughs> give me your uh, Mary Lou Retton. I don't even know who that is. The worst. Here's Frank Caliendo doing John Gruden, which is like... It's so good. It's like... It's eerie how he hits him. Okay, okay. You know? I love it. <laughs> Glenn on. Love you, man. John Gruden, University of Dayton. I do this for free. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, I also watch some smart sports content, Tommy. Oh, yeah? When I want to feel, like, really smart about stuff. Dude, what do you watch when you want to feel smart about stuff? I watch uh, the Majority Report with Sam Cedar. <laughs> I I don't know what that is. Is that, like, an NPR thing? It's, it's like, independent YouTube political media. Oh, it's God. like a left-leaning uh, Shapiro-type thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is where you get this, like, Andrew Yang shit from. <laughs> 
This is what's happening. You don't get read some fucking newspapers. I got this great blog. I can't read. You know, it's that. called the new. It's called the Washington Post. Right? It's <laughs> oh, no. a fantastic blog. You should try it sometime. It's owned by Amazon. There's this great YouTube Shills channel. For Amazon. There's this great YouTube channel called the Evening News. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try it out. You got a favorite anchor? Uh, not anymore. Yeah. Not in, I used to. I used to always have a favorite anchor. My favorite of all time, Peter Jennings. Shout out Peter Jennings and Edward Murrow, the great Edward Murrow. I'm more of a Cronkite guy. I mean, what can I say? Chico, because you're a communist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yo, so when I'm feeling like dumb, you know, and too lazy to read a book like most Americans, mm-hmm. I'll flip on, you know, maybe a little NPR. Sure. Maybe watch a little Ken Burns documentaries. I love some Ken Burns documentaries. I wish my life was narrated by the guy who does the Ken Burns documentary voice. It's just so deep and guttural, right? Um, Or if I'm in the sports mood, I will watch real sports with Brian Gumbel because they take themselves very seriously. It's the kind of show where there's always a story on like – High school football players dying or like concussions. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's always at least like one of those stories. You know what I mean? But then they have some like other, like really interesting shit. Um, so I saw a profile on the Baltimore Ravens kicker Justin Tucker, who happens to be the most uh, accurate kicker in field goal history. And I'll just give you a little little taste, little intro of uh, the HBO Real Sports segment on Justin Tucker. Let's just break it down for a second. You're out there expected to do your job and to do it well in front of realistically 20 million people watching on TV, if not more. What's that like? When I'm back there in that moment, like I'm, I'm the guy. I'm going to make this kick. And nobody can take this moment away from me. You've had more than a few dramatic kicks. I don't hit anybody out on the football field, but in that moment, I could run through a brick wall. Running through a brick wall, not a good idea for a guy who just signed a four-year, $20 million-plus contract, the largest ever for an NFL kicker. That's First segue. Of all, that segue was like <laughs> appalling. Yeah. A brick wall. Running through a, a brick wall. wall. Okay, buddy. Yeah. yeah, that's an old dude who used to be on, like, O'Reilly sometimes. <laughs> He just completely gave up on that segment. You know what I mean? That's where you've been writing these bullshit, like, think pieces for so long. You're just, like, mailing in these fucking segments in your fucking sleep, right? But four years, $20 million for a fucking kicker. That's insane. You know what I mean? And fucking insane, right? It wouldn't be enough that Justin Tucker is the most accurate, highest paid uh, kicker in the history of the NFL. You know why that is, Tommy? Why? Because he's also... An accomplished opera singer. Come again? Exactly. Here's Justin Tucker singing what I think is Ava Maria. Justin Tucker. What if we just became an opera podcast? <laughs> also, why does everyone who sing like I know why does everyone sing opera look like a fucking tool? Like they get that tool face. You know what I mean? Where you're like, uh, I think I must be necessary for the to get face the voice shape, out. You know? Yeah. Which like obviously I don't know, you know, anything about opera other than that sucks. That's terrible. Tommy, did you know not only my comedian and podcaster extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. I'm also an accomplished opera singer. 
Is that so? Yeah. Here's me um, singing in Italy um, in front of like some accomplished fucking orchestra shit. Are you ready? Okay. Suck my balls, Tucker. Wow. Do you hear the clarity? So many hidden talents. I know. I like to think that I emote more than he does. I would say so. I emote, I emote more. You know who you remind me of, actually, in that clip? Who? Uh, the King of Israel in the Second Coming? Yes. <laughs> you know, you've got a very, like, Pavarotti-type sound. A lot of people say that Pavarotti sounds like me, Tommy. Wow, that's a really high compliment. A lot of people say that Pavarotti sounds like me. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he died in 1997, and I formally didn't start my training. I was a little bit of a savant. Yeah. You know, I started at six, a little late. I know Mozart was three years old when he started the Habsburg Court. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm no Mozart, Tommy, but I'm pretty fucking close. You can uh, see the inspiration for sure. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't stuck with it more, you know? Yeah, I know. It's just like, you know, I had these amazing opportunities in comedy to, you know, (laughs) perform in front of 27 people on a Tuesday night. Yeah. So why would I enter such fucking stupid fucking artistic forms such as opera, bro? So you don't have to make the tool When's the last time an opera bro got laid? (laughs) Dude, I don't know. And didn't pay for it. I I would assume opera people are fucking... Oh, is that really? crazy? Tommy, why do you think I left the game? No opera people are fucking Tommy. Which is why it's good for you. Sick burn! Any job where you wear a tux, I think you're fucking. <laughs> Maybe that's bias. I think if you put the tux yeah, on, Yeah, if you're in the down. Illuminati. Yeah, if you're a fucking Illuminati. On the fucking chicks. eyes wide shut shit. I'm starting to think maybe Tripoli is right. Good afternoon, madam. Yeah. What do I need to do to get in the Illuminati, by the way? I will completely sell out all my beliefs and standards for some more stage time. So if I need to fuck a lizard person, um, go ahead. DM me today. Um, I think the Illuminati is like show business. you got to build your own brand and then they'll let you in, you know? Tommy, why do you ruin all of my dreams? (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Like this podcast could be your way in. Well, I'm just saying I already have. What did I have to do to get in? Oh, uh, be born into it or build your own. Tommy, empire. have you heard me fucking sing? I'm conducting as I'm singing. Also, by the way, <laughs> which never happens. That's and like you wrote the score. Yeah, and this is actually shortly. Shortly after I turned, I actually was auditioning. Wait, let him hit the high note. I was, I was, it's me. I was auditioning for Queen. Yeah. Before they had the other guy from American Idol. And I was like, you know what? You were just a kid when that was happening. And they were like, oh, Brian May was like, hey, Sean, please, we want you in this yeah. band. Uh, Freddie wrote a prophecy about how another Indian will come and one day <laughs> take my place, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, guys, I really appreciate the offer, first of all. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Wow. Thanks for the offer. I respect you, Brian May. You're humble about it. That's And nice. how you haven't changed your haircut since 1974. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, if it ain't broke. <laughs> if it ain't broke. All right. But, you know, I just have to go do this podcast with a guy named Tommy. Yeah. In Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't be available for this. Yeah. Right now. Did you tell him that I was a really good producer? Yeah. Well, everyone had led me to believe that little did I fucking know. <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. The other smart thing that I saw. You told him he does a good job with the equipment <laughs> that he has. I was just like, yo, Justin Tucker, <laughs> you can do this, bro. You can sing. And apparently he's very good, but he needs some more. He needs like. To oh, at whole, opera? He needs to live his whole life at it. Like he's. Oh, for sure. I mean, like know? he couldn't. Yeah. Go be an opera singer. In exactly. Italy. Well, who's buying opera? Like, who's keeping classical music alive? I dated an opera singer in college, and uh, she was very into Did it. she live in Canada, Tommy? She's Canadian. <laughs> of <laughs> course she is. You're absolutely right. Moving on from Tommy's fake girlfriend. Um, hey. The other segment I saw, which a smart segment about a dumb person, <laughs> uh, nine other than Ryan Lochte. What's the last thing you remember about Ryan Lochte, Tommy? Uh, he's very fast in the pool. Very fast in the pool. He was competitive with Michael Phelps, never really got there, and he is a fucking goofball a la Gronkowski <laughs> or one of them. And he got in trouble. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he did actually, um, he saved, uh, <sighs> extra gas he did. Burpee pod. He saved, um, what's his face is, what's Derpa face? Uh, Michael Phelps. Okay. Yeah, I do a sports podcast. Yeah. I know who Michael Phelps is. Yeah, you know, uh, 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 Lochte's the one who beat the dude by a finger trip to keep his golds perfect in Beijing. Everyone forgets that Lochte saved that relay, if I think I remember correctly. But that is besides the point. Uh, Ryan Lochte is most recently known for an incident that happened in Brazil after uh, he was there for the last games in Rio in which he was arrested, um, claiming that he was held at gunpoint, robbed, uh, and yes. later vandalized the restroom and urinated in public. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Uh, Colbert famously skewered him in this quote-unquote interview. Ryan, thank you for sitting down with me. <laughs> What's it been like for you since this scandal about your alleged robbery in Rio broke? Uh, you know, since everything that's happened, i kind of been laying low. No, if you want to lay low, television is the best place to do that. <laughs> I want to give you a chance to clear up some things. You gave an interview with Billy Bush where you claimed that while you were at a gas station in Rio, a gun was put to your forehead and cocked and you were robbed. Now you're saying that didn't happen? That didn't happen and that's why I over-exaggerated that part. That part? Okay, here's the thing. Uh, that part is really the whole part. Without a gun cocked at your forehead, it's really just a story about some guys urinating on a gas station. How could you get that so wrong? I was intoxicated. Okay. So, guess what? This is one of those bits Number where one, he cuts footage together for a yeah, fake yeah, interview. Yeah. yeah. Number one, uh, never do an interview with Billy Bush. No. This is what I've been reading. No Billy Bush interviews. Uh, you know? Even Billy it's Bush never, should stop doing <laughs> interviews, you know? Billy Bush should stop doing interviews with Billy Bush, who's also part of the Bush family. Did you know that? He's cousins with George no way. W. Bush. Yeah, they all go to family. He's first cousins. Bush with, is baked beans. He's in that dynasty. No, that's B-U-S-C-H Bush. This is B-U-S-H, <laughs> may have killed Kennedy Bush. Those oh. Ones, I don't believe that. Um, or do I? Yeah. Um, very Illuminati shit. Yeah. Um, he's 70s full Bush, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's that's 70s not, full yeah, Bush. I got it. Number one. No interview with Billy Bush. Number two, he did have a loaded gun cocked to his head, okay? This is what I learned about this gas station incident. It was mostly bullshit. So he had a plainclothes cop uh, pull, pull a gun to his head. This is a Brazilian cop? A Brazilian okay. plainclothes cop. So he wasn't robbed at gunpoint, but he did have a plainclothes officer pull a gun on him when he was drunk. Number two, he didn't vandalize the bathroom. 
They did not vandalize really? the bathroom or pee all in it. And number three, they peed like behind the gas station, like akin to peeing on the side of the road. Yeah. Or like behind a 7-Eleven in Los Angeles. It's guys being gas. It's just gas it's being gas. Gas being gas. Just urinating on some shit. And I have peed in many a third world country <laughs> and Los Angeles. You know what I mean? He's got credits. And I've got credits yeah. when it comes to peeing in places. Name I a have, fucking country, I, okay? Name a country <laughs> I fucking peed in it. Guess what? They don't arrest you for this shit. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think this was a thing blown out of proportion, you know? Yeah. Name a country. I'll tell you if I peed in it. Uh, uh, Israel? Haven't peed in it. Okay. That is one That's country I yeah. wouldn't pee in, I don't in, know actually. why I went like, <laughs> yeah, you I went, went straight. Straight straight to the <laughs> one fucking, yeah. that you can't. If Lochte was peeing on the wailing <laughs> yeah. wall or yeah, something, yeah, then yeah, I get yeah. it. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, what are you trying to say? Why are you trying to be racist? Whoa, like hey, yeah. I, I can't pee I don't know how we got here. Israel, bro. <laughs> no, I um, 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 England. Everybody's peed in England. Everybody's peed. I think it's actually illegal to pee indoors past a certain time in yeah, England. Man. It's a like, bunch of what's dr- there to do around here? Yo, you think English people are classy, and then you go there, and in the words of my English friend, we're all a bunch of knobs and wankers. You're like, they're the least civilized people on Lobs earth. and wankers. And they've, I've, got, they've got good media presence. And I've been to most of this country. Anyways. Downton Abbey is probably One more country. Uh... Germany. Oh, definitely peed on the Bangladesh. Not in Bangladesh, but in India for sure. India. Okay. Yeah. 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 Point is, that the guy peed every continent. when okay. he was drunk Lay in kind of a private <laughs> hidden area. Yeah. When he was drunk and he didn't vandalize the bathroom and they did pull a gun on him. How which did he didn't they know. get so twisted on him in the media? It's the Antonio Brown thing all over again, bro. Because uh, of this new heightened news cycle, we always need content. Every time we need content. And what ends up happening is it also it, it never allows us to get deep within a story yeah. or to explore it. And not to get political, but the migrant kids, for instance, when it first came out, they were separating. Hold, everyone came against it, including right wing evangelical figures like Jerry Fowell. It's still happening now. It's been expanded and ramped up. But it's never been talked about least. And the reason it is is because we have a 24-hour content cycle, and it needs to be new content. We'll never explore or delve into subjects anymore, which is why if you have a scandal, just fucking wait it out because nobody's going to hold your feet to the fire for because we need stuff every hour. And tomorrow, it's going to be new stuff. And the day after that, it's going to be new stuff. Trump is a content machine, and that's why the media loves but him. But that's also the problem. Yeah, if you absolutely. Have, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but if you have a president saying he's – the second coming of God and the king of Israel, hello, 25th Amendment, hello, mental issues, hello. Yeah, man. You know, buying Greenland, you're going to buy 50,000 people. Like, it's just so crazy. It's so weird. But we we'll, we never stay on any of Trump's scandals because it's over. The media, it keeps it moving. It keeps it moving. The media goes to new scandal to new scandal, and they never actually talk about anything meaningful or, or important. It's just a one big content churn. It's like a fucking So we keep game. watching. It's a fucking money orgy content churn, and I'm fucking sick of it. I am too. You know? It's these fucking corporate... <laughs> Interests <laughs> buying Antonio, our government, Antonio, corrupting the system. Antonio Brown should be running the news. Is what I'm telling you. Amen. Exactly. You don't need feet to run the news. Okay. Exactly. But Ryan Lochte is dumb. I did learn that, and I I was yeah. looking back at some Ryan Lochte clips, and I kind of forgot how dumb he is. He may be the dumbest adult <laughs> in America. Oh my 
You know what I mean? Here is a moment, which I don't know why this was ever canceled. If the Kardashians have a show. <laughs> I love I love. it's like the media has been really uh, <laughs> giving people a bad light. Uh, you know, we got to give people a fair check. Now, this clip of Ryan Lochte being the dumbest fucking guy. <laughs> hey, I say we roll with it. We're trying to have this show blow up. Yeah, I need content need on this content, fucking show. I need to get some goddamn content. That's the game, baby. Name of the game. Yeah. I never said I'm not going to play it. <laughs> Illuminati, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I want to go to the space colonies. <laughs> Let me go. I just want to know the truth, okay? And then don't worry, real people. I'll disseminate the truth. I'll yeah. have like a dead man's trigger, and I'll make sure you all get it. But the problem is mm -hmm. you won't believe me when it comes out. We got to get some dirt on a high-profile figure. I feel like that's how you get in. No, dude. And then they, that, then they just fucking off you when you're in jail. Damn, you're right. You're right. There's no way. There's no winning. And even everyone forgets about the DC Madam case. You know, you have the mm -hmm. Epstein case, which, you, well, like 10 years ago, there was a DC madam who's like, all these bitches are fucking people, and I know all their names, and I'm not going to commit suicide, and I don't want to commit suicide, so if I commit suicide, I definitely didn't commit suicide. Yeah. A week later, God, she damn. committed suicide, and the media just moves away. Like, even with this Epstein thing. Because they're scared. I think that's just fear. Yo, I'm like off of conspiracy theory, but it's not a conspiracy theory if video equipment isn't working. Two guards fell asleep, no. and eight people knew he was supposed to be on watch. You're an idiot. Everybody's on if, the same page, I yeah. think. No, just... dude. No, no, no. They're not. All the articles come out. Oh, oh, oh what's driving Epstein uh, media conspiracy theorists? It's like, it's like the same dumb people who wrote the articles. Why did Tiger Woods cheat on his wife? What what the fuck do you mean? Cause the why do why do rich powerful men cheat on their wives? What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? <sighs> what could uh, 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 possess someone to want to have yeah. sex with seventy beautiful <laughs> Swedish women? I just can't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Norm Macdonald's bit on that is brilliant. He's like, okay, a normal guy maybe in his life, right? He gets like eight to ten women outside of his marriage trying to sleep with him. Yeah. Right. So let's say he does two. Yeah. That's 20%. Mm -hmm. Okay. 20%. Tiger Woods had thousands of women. Yeah. Nobody talks about the women Tiger was turning down. Demand you know? and supply, baby. By that measure, he slept with like 0.02% of women, which 0.02% of women is statistically zero. So Tiger Woods had affairs with zero women, <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. But uh, Your Honor, Your Honor. Norm MacDonald, <laughs> my lawyer, my counsel, Norm. Um, here's Ryan Lochte. Like, they, if the Kardashians have a show, Lochte should still have the show. Because I just remember watching in awe of how dumb this man was wall to wall. So this is literally Lochte describing his brain process, okay? Happy that my mom was there. I just blanked out again. Something will pop up in my head. It could be like the weirdest thing, like all of a sudden, like I have like a jumping banana in my head, and I just stop and pause. I'm like, that damn jumping banana is in my head. Like I don't know what's going on up there. This man literally, what? the visual representation of this man's thoughts is a jumping <laughs> banana. How can you prosecute him? Like, that's like <laughs> prosecuting Lenny from Of Mice and Men. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. He just wants to see the rabbits. Tell him about the rabbits, George. Tell Ryan about the rabbits. He wants to hear about the fucking rabbits. Oh, my gosh. 
That's you know? hilarious. It's crazy. I mean, I got ADD, but it's not Dude, like a jumping, jumping banana, banana that's, ADD. That's jumping. That's a whole another level. So he did this interview. This in, man needed a prescription <laughs> on Fox Twenty Nine Philly, and I won't play the whole thing for you, but you should really find this for yourself because it deserves a watch. And I will say this was put out by Fox Twenty Nine Philly on their YouTube channel. Okay, so this is him promoing his show. What would Ryan Lochte do? And mm-hmm. it is just like a boring, dumbass interview. Like, to give you an idea, this is fresh off a conversation about how they film him brushing his teeth. Okay? Literally. Okay. Brushing his teeth. This is the end of the interview. Just listen to this. They go to the bathroom? Know, I thought the bathroom was off it. limits. On reality shows, they follow you into the, just to the bathroom? So you have to tell them what you're doing. Well, I mean, I guess there's a, there's a, like, a, there's like a, a mirror with a sink, and then you have the bathroom. So right, and he's not going over the area. Two. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, well, I look forward to watching what would Ryan do. <laughs> he's into water sports, but that's ridiculous. Okay, Ryan, good luck to you. We'll be watching. Dude, this man water sports. Here. Oh my God, that's how stiff news anchors are. You make a wa- you make a pun. Whoa, 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 whoa! They're not laughing at the water sports joke. They're laughing at how dumb Lochte has been for the entire interview. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so listen. <laughs> oh man, I can't do it. I can't. Seriously, how are they gonna get enough material? <laughs> <laughs> what was the question that stumped him? This woman is losing it. Woman can say. Oh, what, what a woman can say. I guess silence uh, impresses him. No, it's just a woman couldn't say anything. He is good looking. I need to eat some oatmeal on that. You're so gonna get in trouble. <laughs> Wait, seriously, how are they gonna put together like 22, 13 weeks of programming? <laughs> He's so cute. Oh, he is cute. Did you see the plaid? Yeah. <laughs> You should lose your time like that, because that's sexy. It really is. <laughs> Woo! Huh. What do you say? I'm a man at night. What is it? You know, I'm a man at night and a man in the morning. Huh. Put two, that on a t-shirt. Two things. Number one, can I just say that this Fox 29 Philly guy creeps me out? Yeah, he delivered that He's with like, some intent. There's some creepy things going on. Plus, you don't casually make a water sports joke. On the morning news at 6.30 in the morning, you know? <laughs> like, you know what water sports are, Tommy? You don't know, do you? He's into that piss play. Yeah, yeah. That oh, golden wow. shower. Clean out your fucking mouth, Excuse Tommy. me, excuse this me. This is a family He's into that show. Trump special. He's into that R. Kelly. That Russian hotel room. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, two things there. First of all, that guy was creepy the whole interview. Mm-hmm. Just watch it. And he's got, like, a weird energy. Like, you'll see him at the Illuminati parties for sure. And number two... Um, Shout out Ryan Lochte. Can I just say that? Yeah. He's 35. Mm-hmm. He's back in the pool. Clearly, he's soaked too much chlorine in his brain, but the dude can swim. He's crushing qualifying, and he wants to make it the Tokyo Games. And guess what, Ryan Lochte? I am rooting for you. And if you want to party in Tokyo, I would love to do that. You know? And they won't. <laughs> please and Email us. Please email us. The police in Japan don't even have guns, you know? Which could be fun. We could pee all over the place. It could be. Yeah. A, it, we could create a couple of international incidents. It would be good for the podcast, and you could take me to some Illuminati parties. So I think that's gonna be a win-win. 
Yeah, definitely. So our official mascot for the 2020 Tokyo Games is Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte. With that, hit the comparison game music, Tommy. Comparison game. How long has this podcast been so far, Tommy? Uh, I don't. I don't. What time do we start? Right on me. I'd have to check the Uh, clock. Thank you. Probably like thirty. Probably thirty. For my shithead producer. Okay, here is the comparison game in which we will go through and do what, Tommy? What is a bigger, better story of the two stories right now? All right. uh, Number one, these are two stories going down. Devin Booker was recently recorded in an open gym session telling guys they shouldn't double team him because it's not the regular season. At the same time, De'Aaron Fox joined the long list of NBA people who have declined playing for USA Basketball. What's the bigger story? I'm glad you've come to me, Tommy, with these questions for I'm a man at night and a man (laughs) in the morning. It is the Devin Booker story because Mm. Devin Booker is a young guy. He scored 70-something, 9 points, 72 points in a game. A lot of people thought he'd be the next great shooter with a kind of a combination of Steph and Harden, which I'm still high on Devin Booker. But when I see big shit like this, it makes me question if he's a bitch. Do you know why, Tommy? Tell me. We are going to listen to right now. So this is a live, uh, recorded live, uh, of an open gym session with Devin Booker, Ben Simmons, Tony Snell, and Joakim Noah. Um, here we're going to pick up right to the part where Booker catches uh, the ball at the corner three-point line and is subsequently double-teamed and starts to bitch. Hey, bro, we're not doubling an open gym, bro. I get that shit all season, bro. Come on, man. Let's work on our game, bro. Let's work on our game. Part of the game. Send it, send it, send it. I'm running double open gym. The other guy giving pushback to Devin Booker is none other than Joakim Noah, who has no time for any of Devin Booker's complaints. You know, and I'm yeah. with Joakim on this, you know? It's not it. like he was being overly aggressive or like, you know? It's a double team. Like, yeah. here's the exact exchange. Devin Booker, hey, bro, we're not doubling an open gym, bro. Noah, yeah, we are. I get that shit all season, bro. Come on. Yeah, we are. Let's work on our game, bro. Yeah, we are. Let's work on our game. First of all, this is what you do to your little siblings when you're growing up. <laughs> you just don't acknowledge what they're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, let's work on our game. It's part of the game. Running a double in open gym? Yep. I love Joe Kim Noah for that. You know what I mean? I love him. Didn't give an inch. If you are dealing with doubles all season, why wouldn't you want to deal with doubles in practice to try to get over that? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't he's get going it through something, you know. I don't get it. And Joe Kim Noah's not even like in the league anymore. This is like I love how this is Joe Kim Noah's like Avengers Endgame. Like this is his this is his big moment. Yeah. It's, oh, he's like, yeah, we're doubling. Like, dude, I don't get playtime <laughs> over the season, man. I'm gonna fucking We're gonna bring double, it. baby. I might not even be in the league next year. We're gonna double. And the best part of that is Noah sent the double over there. Yeah. So Noah was captaining the defense and he said double there. You know, so I don't know. As far as the USA basketball thing goes. They're not that untalented. You know, the last time that we said a team was untalented, I think it was 
um, after the USA won in 2008, which was the redeem team, redream team, which is probably the second best team uh, in the history of basketball. That was with Kobe, LeBron, and Melo, and Dwayne when Kobe went fucking ham in the fourth in China. And he won the gold for the old U.S. boys. So they all dropped out the next one. And it was like Steph Curry and James Harden and Kevin Durant. Mm. And we were like, oh, man, this team sucks. There's going to be like <laughs> no one good on it. So this team is going to have great players on it. Um, of course. Yeah. It's going to have uh, – who is it? It doesn't matter. Anyways, it's NBA. It's going to be great. Even if they don't get anybody, they should just fucking run Pop. Pop mm. can play. So <laughs> Pop can play. Donovan Mitchell – was who's who I think is on the dream team this year was at USA basketball practice, right? Pop is fucking around, doing some dribbling. And that's why Donovan captures Pop, pulling up for some shots. And let me tell you, it looks silky. Here's Pop. Here's Donovan on Pop. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Cash. Uh oh. Add guard. Six one from Serbia. Just put him pop. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Pop can handle it. And he's not soft like Devin Booker. Next story. All right. Number two. After the season-ending ACL injury for DeMarcus Cousins, it is reported that the Lakers are now looking at both Dwight Howard and Zhao Kim Noah. Who would be a better signing for the Lakers, Howard or Noah? Uh, first of all, it feels like DeMarcus Cousins' legs are like like, I don't know, like 19-year-old girls in Final Destination. It's like the whole world is conspiring to take out this motherfucker's legs. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, it's very sad. Like, you know, we always bitch about, you know, as sports fans and NBA fans, we always bitch about how players don't stay on the teams they were drafted and how it sucks. Here's DeMarcus, was going to stay in, in in Sacramento for a $220 million contract, gets traded to New Orleans, fucking tears his leg up, MCL breaks his leg out for the year, does it again the next year, and does it again this fucking year. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Same so, one? No, all different. I don't know if it's on the same leg. They're all different injuries. Like, so sad. Yeah, it is sad. So... Hopefully, DeMarcus can stay away from ladders. You know what I mean? Amusement, amusement park rides. Yeah. You know, falling telephone poles, all, all that Final Destination shit. As stay well on the, the highway, for sure. And the highway. Yeah, 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 definitely. And so Speaking many, of the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but this is easy to me. As much dap as I just give Joe Kim, no, it's Dwight Howard. As much shit as I give Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard. That'll be a fun dressing room. Dwight Howard can still play in the NBA. Um, Has LeBron and Howard ever played together? No, never. In fact, LeBron was, Dwight Howard was the one guy who could guard LeBron during LeBron's prime. Yeah. His young, like, like, you know, that Orlando team stonewalled him, you mm-hmm. know. So Dwight Howard was great. He just never got a low post game. But Dwight Howard is by far the better option. Here's Dwight Howard's stats. In nine games with the Wizards last year, he was 13-10 and 10 in 25 minutes. Totally fucking respectable. You're saying, oh, Sean, that's only nine games. Okay, I got you, you twat. What about 81 games with the Hornets the season before? 30 minutes a game, 16.6 points, 12.5 rebounds. You know? He's, he could in ball for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. He's and just I, kind of, you know, yeah, basket case, whatever. He's, he's annoying. Yeah. He makes terrible jokes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get along with his teammates, you know, but 
I think I think all those things could be said about LeBron <laughs> at certain points in his career. And Fair I think enough. when you have a team like LeBron is running and it's the Lakers, you can fit that crazy into that system because LeBron has such a singular focus on on where he's going yeah. that I think he can make it work. It's almost interesting. It's like LeBron is such a media dominator. Yeah. It's like even Kyrie's crazy came out a little bit more when he was not around LeBron. Right. Yeah, that's true. So. Which is one of my annoying things about LeBron. But also, I don't even know. Like, you know, Dwight Howard had the issue with he was DMing the transvestite and stuff. Right, right, right. And I wonder if there's some of that going on with him not getting signed either. Because you see what kind of happened with Jason Collins. He came out, and then he wasn't really able to get a job after that. And, you know, that stuff happened with Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's sad, man. And even Michael Sam fucking killed the preseason. And, you know, he didn't get a shot with the Rams. And I know he watched out of the CFL as well. But I just wonder if there's a little teensy tiny <laughs> bit. Because, I mean, the guy looks like he can still play. You know, but there are all of those mitigating factors, you know. But yeah. absolutely. Lakers, Dwight Howard. And, you know, I am I was really much bigger on the Clippers than the Lakers. But I'm starting to come around on maybe the Lakers are better than I think. I just hate the way that they've complimented this roster around hmm. LeBron and Anthony. Just get shooters. Like, seriously, just get shooters. That's all you need around those guys. All right, next story. All right. XFL has released its new logos and uniforms. Which team name is worse? The Seattle Dragons or the St. Louis Battlehawks? Easily the Dragons. I hate generic team names. Okay, Battlehawks is kind of cool because those are two things that don't go together. I like Battlehawks. Battlehawks is yeah. kind of cool. Hawks with the helmet. Yo, I would have played that total ripoff of Double Dragon on Super NES in the early '90s. You know, I would have watched Battlehawks. If Hawks. it was the Seattle Double Dragons, <laughs> I would even be into that. Like, yeah, Double Dragons is du dope. Oh shit! What? All the, of these should be named dragon. after old video games or yeah, something. Man. You know, Battlehawks. Remember the Battle Toads? <laughs> There was a game that was just a ripoff of Ninja Turtles and Double Frogger Dragon. Frogger with a gun. Yeah, it was Battletoads, but it was actually a pretty good game. I hate generic names. I hate Oklahoma City Thunder. I hate I hate Charlotte Hornets. I love New Orleans Pelicans. I love Toronto Raptors. If you're the XFL, go crazy with your shit. Mm. Get, go wacky with it. Like... You need the press anyway. Yeah, you need the press. I thought 8-bit Nintendo games is a good idea. Here's the names. Dallas Renegades, fucking gag. Houston Roughnecks, <laughs> fucking blow the me. The Roughnecks. LA Wildcats. What the fuck are boo. the LA Wildcats? Boo. Double boo. And then this one's just confusing Double. to me. Triple boo. New York Guardians. Look at this logo. It's like, it's New York, and it's like a Sphinx. Hmm. It's like, why does New York have a sphinx with it? I don't get it. Maybe it's some Illuminati shit. The New York bad boys. <laughs> the DC Defenders, which is like, okay, fine. The Tampa Bay Vipers. Okay, two points. Why does Tampa Bay need another football team? <laughs> like, are people, why, does, why does LA? We don't even want the fucking Chargers. You're going to put a fucking XFL team? These should all, Houston. These Dallas, who's going to watch the fucking Dallas Renegades? They should have put these all in places that don't have teams but are still big Obviously. markets. That's, you know what I mean? You're so right. St. Louis is great. St. Louis makes sense. Fucking Oklahoma City. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is dumb. It's so it angers me. Here's what I think the XFL should do. I, by the way, do you think there's a guy, like statistically, in all the human population, there's got to be a guy who loves the XFL? Oh, definitely. Who's like, yo, that XFL era was the greatest era of football, and the NFL doesn't know what it's doing, and, and he I talks miss it about it all, all the time. time. Yeah, I want to meet you, XFL. And he's guy. single. <laughs> if you know XFL guy. He's single. Come on the podcast. <laughs> he started an XFL thread on 8chan. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dude. He's definitely deep web. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, I went on 8chan before they took it off. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Like, I have never been. I'm a free speech guy. but that That's like literally uh, promoting like um, like mass shootings. Like, it's a video game. Ooh. You know what they call it? They call it. Mass shootings playing Minecraft. I said, if you're going to play Minecraft at a... I'm not even getting into it, but it was probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, man. The internet's fucked up. It's terrible. I had no idea that was even there. Um, Yeah. Okay. Back to the XFL. So, here's what I would do. XFL. Tommy's idea is good. Name it after 8-bit video games. Seattle Double Dragons. Number two, leather helmets. Ooh, that's good. They have to wear leather helmets. You know, number one, I think... I would watch that. Exactly. Who wouldn't watch Leather Helmets? Would you watch Leather Helmets? I would watch Leather Helmets. They got to start every play with a backflip. <laughs> you know? Leather Helmets, the kickers and the punters... One pun- player gets a knife and you don't... The kickers and the punters had to pay 30% of the of a snap on offense or defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to have one player that plays both offense and defense. Yeah. Go old school, like 1920s football. And every time a touchdown is scored, they hand him a microphone, and he just talks shit. Yes, I like it. Like, they make it WWE almost. Why aren't we producing the XFL? First of all, we would get ratings. I I think there's real evidence out there that leather helmets would lead to less concussions. It's just nobody has the balls to do it. Mm. You know, XFL, totally do it. If UFC can have those little hand wraps and they can fight legally, human cockfighting, yo, XFL should do it. I'm down for it. Let's make it happen. Let's start the movement. Hashtag XFL Leather Helmets. Next story. Lamar Odom no longer watches porn as part of a lifestyle change after getting kicked out of the Big Three League. At the same time, MLB players sending out a memo to tell players telling them not to use over-the-counter Viagra. (laughs) So MLB players are not supposed to use over-the-counter Viagra anymore. What is the bigger story? Um, number one, the Lamar Odin thing is just kind of sad. You know what I mean? At this point, like you're not in shape enough to pay in the big three. Like the big three is kicking you out, right? And he's blaming porn for it. Yeah. That's like getting kicked out of like an open mic. You're like not allowed to go back into an open mic, which has happened to Tommy in several locations in the greater Los whoa, Angeles area. Whoa. <laughs> um, it's cause I like alt comedy. Sorry folks. <laughs> I'm bringing the keyboard. <laughs> Alt-right comedy. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's got to be the MLB players because, number one, read between the lines. Why are MLB players using gas station boner pills? Cocaine. <laughs> what do you mean cocaine? Maybe they can't get boners because they're doing cocaine. No, but why don't they just use real, like, why are they buying, like, the Rhino Spear Plus? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you know, who knows what's in that shit, number one. It's like approved by the Mexican health board. You know what I mean? Chinese health board. Right. It's probably got like ty- ground up tiger bones and like rhinoceros horns in it. Uh, 
in the name. Why don't they get the pure stuff? Why don't they get it straight from the source? Why don't they just pure get from Colombian Kaiser? Colombian boner. Why don't pills? they get pure fucking Colombian boner pills? Yeah, like oh, I just this find that really working for me. So odd to me that you would have real fucking MLB guys using gas station boner pills. And I guess pay these guys enough to get real boner pills. Pay them enough to get real boner pills. Okay. And I guess according to ESPN, the CEOs are using real boner pills. Oh, you oh. goddamn oh, right. No the doubt. CEOs are using real boner pills. <laughs> Probably made but never mind. Uh some <laughs> I was going to go into some Illuminati shit, but I'm not yeah. going to. Um <laughs> according to ESPN's Jeff Passan, um at least two players this year were suspended uh, for using performance-enhancing drugs, and they claimed that it came from gas station boner pills. You know? Hmm. Bullshit. <laughs> right? Yo, I'm just saying, if the Rhino Spear Plus, uh, <laughs> you know, throbbing strongman arm 9,000 pill will get me to hit 295 and jack 17 home runs a year... I'm there, baby. I will see you at the local village pantry and the local 7-Eleven. I'll buy all that shit up. And I will first fail it was muffins. so many drug tests. You know? First it was these poppy seed muffins. Now it's the fucking <laughs> it's the, gas yeah. station so boner saying, pills. The gas station boner pill is the poppy seed muffin of, of 2019. Of 2019, yeah. It all ties in together because, you know, those things actually almost killed Lamar Odom. <sighs> he, uh, he was at the – what's that place that Dennis Hoff ran in Nevada – the cat house or whatever that you said the show. Right, right. It's like the prostitution legal yeah. in Nevada. Mm-hmm. So he shows up there, old Lamar. He's got a, you know, he's got a fistful of money and a lot of time to burn, right? Yeah. He gets in himself. In a back pocket full of boner pills. And cocaine. So he gets himself <laughs> uh, a couple girls and he starts, you know, snorting the old Richard Pryor yeah. nose medicine. You know what I mean? I don't like the way it tastes. I just like the way it smells, right? And he does that. And he starts popping boner pills. Doing a little right. rock hard relay. Except, yeah, rock hard relay. And after 10 or 12 boner pills and, you know. 10 to 12. An unknown amount of lines. He's trying to grow a second dick at that point. <laughs> he did more than grow a second dick. He went into full seizure and started oh. fucking foaming in his mouth. And he almost died. And he was like in a coma for a few days or something, you know. Everything's getting hard. Everything's getting hard, bro. Like everything. This is why you don't marry Kardashian. But also. Biggest transformation actually goes to Phil Mickelson, who no longer has Phil tits. Phil is jacked now, like sexy and slim. I had no idea that was happening, and it's still confounding to me. Anyways, next story. All right, number five. Energy Star released their recommended air conditioning for the summer, which includes leaving your house at 85 when you're at work. Story two, Popeye's, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and basically every fast food place are, no pun intended, beefing on Twitter right now. What do you think? Uh, bigger story. Um, well, that's... Fast food beef. No, the, the fast food beef just proves how we live in a boring corporate dystopia. Yeah. In which all our entertainment is now derived through some bullshit fucking corporate lens. Like, fuck the Wendy's account. Everyone's like, the Wendy's account is so funny. Fuck the Wendy's We've account, We've all bro. picked teams in this yeah. fucking the end of society. Exactly. Give me some of that Bill Hicks fucking advertising shit. Let me find... They the- made a square hamburger, and now we're selling our souls to the fucking... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even go in the fucking story. Um, da, 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 da. I'm not even gonna go in the story. But here, here's Bill Hicks. Like I just hate, I just hate 
how we've just like completely bent over. Complied. Everything is is monetized and commoditized. Here's Bill Hicks on Jay Leno when he was hawking fucking Doritos. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're doing well tonight. I'm glad to be here. I've been on the road doing comedy now for uh, 10 years, so bear with me while I plaster on a fake smile and plow through this shit one more time. <laughs> Season, it's magic every show. <laughs> you haven't noticed I'm kind of subdued tonight because uh, I'm on heroin. <laughs> I feel great. I hope I would just, you, know, you kept on. I don't know. Now, the reason I'm bummed because it's Sunday night and I'm missing my favorite cultural train wreck. The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. I, uh, me and my friends watched that show like the Zabruder film, frame by frame, wondering exactly which second it is Jay's soul leaves his body. We got a little office bet going on, wondering which guest it's going to be when Jay finally takes a pistol out of his jacket, puts it in his mouth, and blows his Dorito shilling head off his head. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, fuck all that fucking bullshit. I'm going to go with the energy star because my girl and me, we cannot agree on this particular issue and it is two sides. What is what is energy star? What is the recommended shit for their All right, the recommended, they say when you're home, 78 degrees That's Fahrenheit. That's fucking crazy. When you're away at work, 85, and when you're sleeping, 82. Who the fuck are these people? 82 when you're sleeping? Yeah, that's like uh, I love it says when you're home, but then when you fall asleep, it's like you can't be comfortable. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it should be it yeah. should be higher when you fall asleep. That's so fucking insane to me. And also, how do you she set that? Say, yeah, exactly. And she does the same thing. She likes it way too hot. Like I need it to be cold. And this is it. Like give me global warming because I'm not gonna go to sleep with 82 degrees at night. It's just mm. simply not gonna happen. You know? Yeah, some like it hot, I guess. I and I hope like if this is what the future is that I die before we reach this particular point cuz I will crank my AC until we lose every fucking iceberg cuz there's no <laughs> fucking way that I'm going to go to sleep at 82 degrees at night. Mhm. And nobody will. What's the life question of the week? Well then, how do we combat it? With stuff like global warming if people aren't going to make personal sacrifices. That is a great question, Tommy. <laughs> and I'm going to answer it for you right now. If we Give Americans or any other people a choice between sacrifice and life comfort. They will always choose life comfort, even in the face of impending doom. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the effective way to combat is not to have a change in quality of life and to develop technologies which continue our quality of life or improve it while also reducing our um, reliance on the things that produce greenhouse gases that cause a runaway effect. And we got to start that by electing leadership that acknowledges there is even a problem at all. Yes, of course. That would be a good place to start. Or just buy Greenland. You know, or, I mean? or you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Just move, buy move, Greenland. Move the entire West Coast. Use the, the United ice States on Greenland. Greenland to cool the planet down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what am I talking about? We need clean energy production in this country, and we can already do it. Do you know if we were to use 2% of the world's farmland, uh, existing farmland, 
for simple uh, solar power, we could we could power the entire world. Did you fucking know that, Tommy? It it is kind of absurd to think of how quickly some things could be solved if everybody came together, but it just <sighs> it just somehow feels so out of reach. Where we have a corporate, I hope I'm using this word right, technocracy that is currently holding this country back from utilizing its existent future technologies. We have enough uh, in our solar power technologies now that we could literally power the entire country within two years. If we had an initiative like the Kennedy Initiative, by 2023, we will be on clean energy, not because it is easy. That is what we need. High. That's who I'm fucking That's how you for. do a fucking impression, Tommy. Give a speech. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we could do it. You like that? Yeah. I can also do a little Richard Nixon. Okay. Have yeah. him handling climate We're going to make them choke <laughs> on our continued success. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you know, you can literally paint the roads with uh, solar absorbing materials. Like we could use our roadways and power the entire thing. We were but being we're being run by it. a technocratic oligarchy of profit hoes. Speaking of technocratic oligarchs, I love Elon. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's at least <laughs> trying to do things for humanity. Do you know now you can buy Tesla tiles for your roof that look just like real shingles that will go into your Tesla power wall mm-hmm. that will power your house and recharge your Tesla car all from the miraculous power of the sun. Thank you, dear King of Israel, and the second coming for such powers. This is why I don't feel bad about fucking with billionaires, though. Yeah. Think about it. How many billionaires have you heard of that are trying to save the world from a crisis? None. Like Elon, right? Yeah. They should all be doing that. Yeah, well, you know, what's his face? Bill Gates has, like, done a lot to eliminate, like, malaria in Africa. I like Bill Gates. But where are the rest of them? And also How shit, many are there? He has a billionaire's pledge. Stop buying sports teams and fucking save the planet. Well, he has a billionaire's pledge where um, we don't even fuck with sports, Tommy. He oh, has a, sorry, sorry. This he is has dramatics. a billionaire's pledge where people are donating like 60% of their wealth or 80% of their wealth and they're billionaires to the future of the planet. But the problem is you don't know why these people are doing it or what they're doing it for. Um, like Bill Gates met with Epstein after he was da 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 with all that child stuff after 2012, mm-hmm. and those people that he's all uh, connected with are in this giving pledge. I just don't trust what's happening right now. You know what I mean? He's in the Illuminati at this point. I don't know. I don't think you the, think Elon's in the Illuminati. I don't think the Illuminati's real. First of all, I, it is. It's not. It I don't is. think it is. I don't think it's real. I, I think of the Illuminati as just a metaphor for the. Yo, group of powerful people that are clearly controlling everything. Rich people like to hang out. Mm-hmm. They like to hang the out. That's it. You were Sometimes on the bus. They have sex with kids. The kids who sat on the back of the bus are the Illuminati. The kids at the lunch table that you wanted to sit at, they're the Illuminati. The part, any party you're not invited yeah, to is the Illuminati. You know how you didn't get invited to that house party? That's what Bilderberg is. It's a fucking house party, and of course they're gonna fuck over people together and make money because they're just like that's what they do. You know, I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's actually lizard people or this or any of that. But I don't think they're lizards, but I. I mean, clearly they're having I sex with kids sometimes. They want all of the money. They want it all. You know, let's just get back to normal, normal capitalism. 1950s capitalism. Or capitalism where, where a with grocer, a floor with a little UBI action. Where a grocer could send two kids into college, and we have now lost the plot. It has been a fun episode of Fanatics. <laughs> yes. Here with the great Tommy Wakefield. Not at all a shithead all the time. Oh, I've oh, been Sean Joshi. Nice. Find us on Twitter, gang. And uh, Tommy, tell me where to find you. Uh, yeah, Tommy Wake FLD on all platforms. 
I love you all. Follow me on TikTok. TikTok Tanya. Get out. <laughs> Enjoy life. Be merry. Procreate with loved ones. Bye. Peace.